what is our world like? Um, I am going to read from an article that I found in the Good Weekend uh, beginning this year, uh, on February the 11th. And this is a woman by the name of Canella, Canella Suter. And this is what she reckons our world is like. She captures, I think, the sexual mood of her nation as well. If the 60s and the 70s were about free love, the 90s and the noughties, well, are about launch. Sexiness has become the new political, political correctness, and it has profoundly shaped the way young people see everything from sex and relationships to pornography and personal power. Pole dancing has become so mainstream, it's a fitness routine for housewives wanting to turn their abs and turn their husbands on. You can even buy your own collapsible pole for use at home. Cardio strip classes have invaded the suburbs. The rest clubs remain hot, showcasing strip tees that knows how to laugh at itself. Even in postmodern irony, notwithstanding, it's still the women, women who are taking their clothes off or honoring their institutions. A recent survey of 1,015 to 19 year old girls in the United Kingdom found that 63% considered their ideal profession to be glamour model, posing nude or semi nude, so much uh, in the US, the number of women having breast enlargement rocketed from about 32,000 in 1992 to 253,000 in 2004, and increased almost 700%. Half of women aged between 19 and 34. Liposuction rose by 472%. Music videos are filled with empowered women in backless skirts and gold bikinis celebrating their sexuality. Burlesque dance trips like the Pussycat Dolls kitted out in bondage boots, black plastic and dishes have hits with songs like Don't You Wish Your Girlfriend Was Hot Like Me. Paris Hilton sex videos, girls masturbating on Big Brother, women falling over themselves to flash their breasts free for the camera, the sound of pelvises grinding on the dance floors around Australia before their vampish young owners teeter off in girl gangs to an ice cream parlour, babes and bitches. Rat stuff. Now, what is that? My four-year-old uh, comes home from, from preschool one day and she says, I want a new bag. Well, what sort of bag do you want? Oh, the bag of this girl. And it's just, this is, this is my sweet Anastasia, four years old, who, who you know, because mum is so stressed out at the time, she goes, mum, you seem really stressed and you've got lots of time. I've, I've not much time. I've got lots of time. Why don't you have some of time? This is my sweet Anastasia walking brat spots. This is my sweet Anastasia, the extrovert, who goes out to little ladies who, who sit in the park and say, Oh, my name's Anastasia. Are you a Christian? This is what it's like. News items about newsreaders' cleavage and the F button, I can't say that word yet. Um, the booty call where you phone a friend for no strings attached sex. It's a hot, hot, hot world out there. Oral sex has become the new free sex act. It's one of those excuses that people can say they're still virgins, a former private school girl tells With some younger girls, it's one of the first things they do at parties these days. They get really thrashed and give the boys a blowjob in the cupboard and they then talk about it at school the next day. A little fake lesbian action. Girls pretending to make out with other girls in clubs or at parties as a turn on the guys. It's now so ubiquitous, it's become passe. Of course, we've read about the um, sex crimes around the place. I don't think you can be. I don't think you can miss it. Uh, the, the horrible Diane Rubin, the horrible stories that probably ripped the nation, that really sickens the nation as well. 
this is our world that has sprung up from the sexual revolution, the free, uninhibited, uninhibited love of the 1960s. Which is about 40 years ago, 45 years ago, something like that. And I want to say to you, there's only really two ways that you can understand sexual behavior. There's only two ways you can go about it. One is, you can say it's free love, totally uninhibited, that's the view of the 60s, that it's merely a random reproductive activity of biological organisms, no different to the sexual behavior of animals or insects, except maybe the potato. Or it's really a human activity that actually carries with it morals and ethics and codes of behavior, with some purpose and intention for which those morals and ethics may be What is it? Random act, just biological urges like going to the toilet. What's an act that has an intended purpose that it has an ethics? I want to ask you that question because recently in the news I heard about the outcry over the launch of a Dutch political party, ironically called the Charity, Freedom and Diversity NDD Party. Uh, they were pushing for the cut of the legal age for sexual relationships to 12 years old in 16. This is important. We think the child should have the freedom to engage in these contacts with peers or with adults if they are if and when they choose to. Party chairman Martin Buten Bogart, I believe his name is, told a news conference in the parliamentary press center in the Hague. The party wants to allow possession of child pornography, supports broadcasting pornography on daytime television, with only violent pornography may be limited to late evening. The legislation of child pornography and sex with animals, they say toddlers should be given sex education. And youth aged 16 and up should be allowed to appear on pornographic films and prostitutes. Sex with animals should be allowed. Although, well, abuse of animals should be made The party also said everybody should be allowed to go naked in public and promote, uh, promotes legalizing all soft and hard drugs and free trade travel for all. Random act? Just small act. With associated Unless you're prepared to go down the line of saying, well, sex with animals is okay. Sex with animals is okay. Rape is okay. Pedophilia is okay. That's perfectly alright. Unless you're willing to go down that road, I don't think you can say that there are no values in sex. And if you're going to accept that anybody can do anything they want, you're not going to accept that. Well, if I say this way, and if you want to accept it, you're not going to accept the unacceptable as well. The second time most of us are, even in truth, we know that they are bad. See, when that article came out, a few months later, there was a follow-up part, because 82% of Poland's population actually wants the government to do something about it. They don't want it. They don't like it. It's wrong. And yet, of course, in a valueless, relativistic, democratic world, the party can be bad because it has the same legal right to exist. Part, uh, any other part, and was protected by democratic freedom. That's what the Dutch law was. Ethics. Let's get rid of those sort of deontological decreed ethics. We don't need ethics from part. We are in the sexual liberation path. Our ethics is utilitarian. We want to follow G law. If it feels good, do it. What is good is to give maximum amount of pleasure to people. And today, what I want to do is look at the details. The real consequences. Not from the biased Christian people. I don't want to do that. I 
after they've had their blowjob, the guy goes back to his mates and says, well, guess what? I just got a blowjob from that chick over there. And she gets laid all the time. Same sort of trends. Who goes passionately in front of a group of guys to say, hey, look, we're hot and sexy. That happens a lot. It's hardly going to find you in my times. Yes, that's true.
Yeah, victims of our society. And yet we know that it affects us because we're in our society. 